welcome back to the Diamonds Girlcast and you are listening to our first episode in our series on stress Um, and over the next four weeks we're going to be sharing about yeah what causes stress, how we deal with that but particularly looking at the lens or looking through the lens of yeah just all the stress that can come around um, facing exams, school, it's this time of year isn't it and there's just lots going on Um, and we just really wanted to do a podcast on this because we think it's really important um, and if you're listening and you don't listen like if you're listening and you're not part of exams and you're not taking them I kind of think some of the stuff we're talking about is actually still going to be relevant so don't tune out tune in and um, but to help me unpack this I am here with the one and only lovely Ashley how are you doing today? Hello I'm good thanks Bridget how are you? Yeah good thank you Um, I'm really excited about talking about this stuff with you because I think you bring a really good perspective to some of this stuff Mm. I think probably also from the bit I know about you you've maybe experienced some of the things we're going to be talking about so yeah um, yeah it kind of comes from personal experience as well doesn't it? Yeah for sure yeah and we Um, really just want to empower people and the fact that even though you may feel stress and worry and all of these things around exams that you know there's ways that we can manage it yeah there I think that's one of the main things that we want to bring to the table isn't it that actually stress is actually a normal thing to feel Mm -hmm. it's not nice and it'd be lovely if we could live lives that were not stressed but the reality is (laughs) I think the only way I'm going to live a life that's not stressed if I live under a box um. <laughs> yeah I know it's so part of our culture being stressed it's just ingrained in everything that we are and especially around exams it's all about it seems to all be about getting the best grade and doing all of these things and doing all the past papers and studying until you've got a headache and actually that's not the best thing to do no, so we're going to be talking about like how do we deal with stress? We're going to be thinking about how do we deal with worry? Um, and I don't know if you're like us, but sometimes you can get yourself into this worry cycle, which is really destructive actually. So how do we deal with worry? And then we're going to be thinking um, in episode three, so three weeks times, guys, uh, we're talking all about like actually how do we study well? Like how do we strategize? How do we use the time we have well? Um, and then thinking also about like how do we listen to ourselves how do we plan to rest all that kind of thing um, and then our last episode we're talking about pressure being under pressure um, and I guess learning to deal with the pressure of feeling like we have to have our whole life sorted our whole future sorted that comes with the whole exam thing you know what do you want to be well if I want to be a doctor I've got to set these exams well what happens with if I don't do well and you know all that cycle is what we're going to talk about so we're kind of going to round things off thinking a little bit about pressure and how we deal with that and yeah things like how do we deal with failure how do we deal with like expectations not being met and all that fun stuff but we are going to throw fun things in and we've got lots of practical stuff that we want to help you guys with um but this week's episode is all about stressed out and I'm keen to hear from you Ashley like um yeah, have you got any examples or stories that you've had from sitting exams and being stressed out and actually how that went for you or what happened? Mm, yes, so I think I spent my whole high school being such a ball of stress. Um, I was such a perfectionist, so I just had to have like the top grades in my class. I had to do really well, um, you know, to kind of like prove it to myself and everyone around me, I think. And 
yeah, such a people pleaser. So yeah, going through exam time was so stressful for me. I would have this jam-packed timetable that would start really early in the morning to really late at night um, to just cram in everything I could. And I mean, I did get good grades, but it really wasn't healthy. And I think after high school, I really burned out. And I've just, I've really just not been able to study the same since. Mm. Um, Because, yeah, I feel like I just burned myself out so much. And I think it took me quite a few years to really get over the whole time I was at um, at high school being so stressed out. So, yeah, do not recommend that at all. But I think so many of us can relate to that, Ashley, because I think in hindsight is great, isn't it? Because we're like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that or I should have seen this. But the reality Mm -hmm. is like when we're in those situations, we're really doing our best. We're trying to cope. We're yeah. trying to do well. We're trying to, I don't know, please parents, trying to please our friends, trying to meet expectations. Like it's layer upon layer upon layer. And no wonder, like we get to the point where we can't cope. Yeah. You know, like I think at school, I didn't, I did not study well at school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find a strategy. So episode three is really relevant for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find a strategy because I didn't know how I worked well. So I just yeah. spent the whole time feeling, I was stressed out, but it was more like, I just feel like a failure. I can't do this. I've not got this. Um, I remember a family member telling me that, you know, they didn't expect anything of me. So then if I failed, they wouldn't be disappointed. Um, I know, right? um, And I think actually, do you know what? I don't think they meant actually, I don't think they meant to put me down. Mm. Like I just carried this huge sense of like, I have not got this. I am not in control. Like I am not going to manage this. Mm. Um, and instead of backing off and going right what can I do how Mm -hmm. do I turn up um I just was like I can't turn up at all so um I'm quite surprised I passed any school exams so guys it just shows you you can totally like um yeah so do you know um a funny story I ran a marathon before my geography exam uh as you do day before before, not like on the same day uh, and the next day, which was the day of my exam, I was in so much pain because I really fit. I literally couldn't walk. Um, <gasps> and I'm dyslexic, so I get extra time in exams, which is great. Mm-hmm. So I went to stand up for my geography exam and I literally collapsed on the floor because <gasps> I totally seized up. <laughs> no. I was in so much pain. And the funny thing is, uh, my geography exam was the only exam I got, like, I got really good grades in for my prelims. Right. I came out of the exam being like, nailed that one. Anyway, it turns out I failed the exam. <laughs> oh, no. It might have been to do with running a marathon the day before. Yeah, um, maybe not the best idea. So, guys, do you know what? Uh, yeah, don't collapse after your exams. That was fun for me. <laughs> if you learn one thing from this podcast, don't <laughs> run a marathon the day before your exam. <laughs> Rest up, guys. Rest up. Um, yeah I don't know I've got lots of examples of failure um, but we want to talk about the culture around exams mm. and you know what I think I don't think it's just the people sitting exams that get stressed out at doing exams yeah it's the teachers it's the staff it's the individuators it's parents it's grandparents it's friends mm-hmm. um and I don't know if you really like to that, but it's like it comes from every side. And so sometimes we're pretty chilled out and then we walk into an environment and everyone is so stressed out, which then makes us stressed out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I think it's infectious. Um, I think even if you've studied hard and really tried your best and you go in and everyone else is stressed, like I found this in my exams, I quite often went in being like, okay, I've done enough, probably way more than enough um, than what was healthy. <laughs> but um, I'd go in and everyone else would be stressed. So then I'd catch that stress and then it would add to my already bubbling pit of stress. Um, and yet when the teachers are all there and they're kind of saying things and have you studied this? Yeah, it's just really, really overwhelming. Oh, and the panic sets in. Like the worst thing is when your friends tell you what they've studied and you haven't oh. done any of the things that they have. And then yeah. you're like, rubbish. Like, I've not done it. It's going to come up and all this stuff. So we're highlighting this because I think it is the case for lots of people. And I think one of the key things is unless we live under a rug or a box, <laughs> we're going to come across this stuff. So how do we try and manage it differently? How do we try and process it differently? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing we wanted to kick off today with is that, you know, God has called us to be in the world, um, which means actually we're called to face stress. God's called us to face things that are really difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, The key thing, I think, is like, how do we process these things and how do we deal with stress? That's the important question. Um, I think just before we break into this, I'm going to ask you some helpful stuff, Ashley, but... I think it's worth saying at different times in our lives, we will deal with stress differently. Potentially, we'll be able to deal with more or we'll be able to deal with less. And that's not because we're a failure. It's just because sometimes we have other things that we're also holding and dealing with, if that makes sense. Mm, Yeah. So, Like, I think my last year of school, I was dealing with other stuff that was nothing to do with school. So when I turned up to exams, I wasn't just carrying the stress of exams. I was actually carrying stress of lots of other things. Mm. Um, and so I think this is one of the things when it comes to like dealing with school stuff, it's also about how do we deal with the other things that are going on in life that cause us stress. Um, and so it's just worth saying that we all have different levels of coping with that. And at different points in our life, we're going to find it easier or we're going to find it more hard. There's definitely been times when like, I feel like I've nailed dealing with stressful situations. It's probably because I've had less things I'm carrying in other places. Yeah. And there's been times when like I've turned up to something, even recently over the last year, I've turned up to something and I feel like I've got no tolerance. I've got no capacity for stress. And the tiniest thing like totally freaks me out. I totally fall apart. And then I'm like, oh, failure because I can't deal with this. And I haven't been like, I haven't been realizing that actually it's because I'm carrying a million things already. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you're going to tell us something about something to do with the window. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's this thing called the window of tolerance. And it's basically this zone where we're able to function the most effectively. So when our window is big, this is where we can deal with the demands of everyday life pretty easily. We can adapt and respond to things um, and we can brush off maybe tricky things with no problem. But when our window narrows, And this is when we're carrying so much in life. Our window narrows when we've got so many responsibilities, so many things we're stressed with, so many things we deal with. This just pushes the window to be really small. And when it's small, this is when things are overwhelming really quickly. One small thing can set us off, can upset us, make us really stressed out, make us melt down. Just really small things that usually when our window is big and padded out, 
that we would be absolutely fine. Um, we don't cope with life very well when our window is narrow. So that totally makes sense what you're saying, Bridget, everything that you've been carrying over this last year. And even COVID, I think for all of us, really has narrowed that window of tolerance where sometimes we're like, I actually just can't do any more or small things just float us. And it, it's so normal for this to happen. But there's so many things that can help us again widen that window once it's narrow it's not narrow forever we can definitely do lots of things to help pad it out and make it better so that we can cope yeah so what I'm hearing you say then is that actually we all have this window thing going on mm-hmm. and depending what we're dealing with depends on like how much space and capacity for dealing with stressful stuff is in there yeah so you're sitting exams and you're like I'm not coping my stress is so high I'm guessing you're saying it's probably because that window is so full so then I hear what you're saying then is like how do we then try and so say I'm sitting exams this week I'm sitting exams next week and I'm like I can't cope my stress is so through I can't sleep you know Mm -hmm. um you're saying to me I need to try and pad that window out to create space yeah we need to make it wide again we can make okay so like help me out here but if I feel I can't take anything out of that window because the window's full of exams I need to sit or the window's full of a situation at home that I can't change or the window's full of the fact that like amongst all the fact that I've been dealing with stress and exams I've fallen up my best mate and mm. that's taken up loads of my head capacity. So how do I pad a window out when I can't control all the things that are in it? Yeah, this is such a good point. So that when our, we've got so much on in our head, we've got 10 million things to do in the day. The, and we're like, there's no time for me to pad out my window today. But actually, if you take literally 30 minutes to exercise or spend quality time with friends, go a walk, go outdoors, get a deep breath, um, like breath of fresh air, do something that brings you joy. Maybe it's a nice bubble bath. Maybe it's a cup of tea and a bar of chocolate. Maybe it's watching your favourite TV show. Things like that, just to take even 30 minutes to do all one of those things will help to slowly bring it out. So then we can actually cope with the day ahead. By taking those 30 minutes, we can then cope with the day ahead much better. Um, And that will slowly bring it back out. So that then actually all of this stress from exams and maybe falling out with a friend and stuff going on at home, it actually, we, it'll still be hard, but we'll be able to deal with it much better. Yeah, so you're like, it's like you're giving me a strategy, mm. turning up for the stuff that feels like it's flooring me. So it maybe mm. doesn't take it away because yeah. we can't pass an exam unless we sit it, right? And exactly. we can't really change what's happening at home. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, like if you've got any relationship with some people, at some point you're going to fall out. And it always is the worst time. Um, it's like me and my husband, right? This is related. But um, for the first three years when we were dating, we split up every year I had exams. So Aww. what did I tell you about <laughs> my exam stress? It makes sense. It's a hard time. It's yeah, a hard time. I think often loads of these rubbish things happen around the time that we need like we really need them not to and it's probably not coincidental I think it's what I'm saying yeah um so that makes me think about like us even just being aware that we're in a season where that might happen mm-hmm. so I remember after splitting up twice <laughs> two years ago I was like oh third year round I was like how do we not do that this time yeah so <laughs> it takes me two years to have any kind of awareness but you know I did it when I did so you um, got the- 
<laughs> yeah, like knowing knowing that it was a really hard season for me or knowing that I find stress hard mm-hmm. and somehow letting myself like accept that yeah. helped me then think about how I approached it. So I think the first thing is like know, know where you're standing right now. So in this week, are you totally maxed out? Or have you got some, you know, space margin in your window? And if not, how can you bring that in? Because that's going to impact then how you then turn up for that tough stuff. So take 10 minutes away from studying to put 10 minutes for yourself will give you 20 minutes better studying time. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're saying it's give and take. So um, if you are in an environment that's really high stress, which I'm guessing we all are if we're doing exams, um, you know, am I bringing stress from other places to that space already? We're just going to impact. What are they? You know, why are they there? Um, and I think one of the biggest things I was going to ask you about, Ashley, is like asking yourself the question, do I have control over mm-hmm. what's in my window? Because mm-hmm. I think I spend so much time stressing out about the stuff in my window that actually, and I wish I did have control over it, I have no control over it. So I'm using all this brain energy. I'm using all this capacity up on stuff I can't change. Yeah. And then I come to the stuff I can change and then I've like, oh, I don't know, 5% capacity to deal yeah. with it, you know? Nothing left, yeah. I know, and you know, I think that's so tricky because I don't know what it is, but why do we love to try and navigate things that we can't control and try and work out all these fixes and spend so much time and energy on things that, you know, we definitely cannot control? So I think it's working out what we can control and what we can't. And if we can't, almost kind of letting that go and saying well what can we do in that space and then if it's something we can control let's put our efforts into that Mm -hmm. so if we can control our time in the day don't study leave and you're planning your day plan in some time for yourself plan in um, time for things that bring you joy and things that make you feel better to widen that window of tolerance so that you can go into things feeling just a little bit better a little bit less stressed and like you can do it because you can. Yeah. So it's, there's something about actually accepting, which is really hard. That's the awareness bit of going, this mm-hmm. is what I can control and this is what I can't. Yeah. Um, and even just accepting what we can't control and choosing not to stress about it as much as we can, I know it's really hard, mm-hmm. um, will actually give you energy back to the stuff that you then can do something about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really helpful. One thing it makes me think about as well, though, is like I think sometimes – it's the little things that cause the most stress. And so I'll, I'm always like, I'm always fine. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm coping. Everything's great, Bridget's fine. And then I'm not fine. Yeah, all <laughs> of a sudden. nothing in between. Yeah, <laughs> really. And the issue actually has not been the last thing that made me stressed. Mm-hmm. It's like the buildup of all those things. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know about you, but like, you know, you end up finding yourself like having a total meltdown because I don't know, like last week I cried because I couldn't close the dishwasher. I mean, like seriously, people, (laughs) guess what? It wasn't wasn't about the dishwasher, was it? Yeah, Yeah, it's all those things. It's everything. It's all the build up. But it's like peeling both those things back and being like, okay, well, I need to evaluate the build up here. Mm hmm. And it's, yeah, it's been a way of that and then saying, well, what can I control? Mm-hmm. And then how, how are we going to respond to that? Are we willing to change? 
are we willing to look at those things and change how we navigate it? Because it's in our hands, the things that we can. Yeah, that's really helpful. So I'm guessing like, so I don't know about you, Ashley, maybe you can share one thing that works for you. But something I've learned, or I'm, let's be honest, I'm learning, <laughs> is I often am not very good at recognizing the buildup until it's like on me. Mm. Um, and so I found that making sure I've got space for things that help keep that buildup at bay helps. So for me, exercise would be one. Um, and spending time with friends. So having chat, you know, being able to like, say I'm stressed or just talk about stuff that's got nothing to do with stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been surprised then that when I turn up the thing that's causing me stress or if I turn up to say doing revision for exams, my head's in a better place. Mm-hmm. Even though ironically, I've taken time away from that stressful thing and I haven't been thinking about it. So it must mean that somewhere in my brain, actually, I've done something that's helped it do a better job, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe it's working at what those things are for you. So those are things for me. What would be your things, Ashley? I think my things are having a nice bath with a cup of tea and a bar of chocolate. I feel like I've said this on the podcast before. It's one of my favorite things. Um, and I think a good nap. Mm-hmm. I really value a nap. If I'm working on my uni assignments and I'm shattered, I know that I'm going to get nothing done if I continue to be shattered. But if I just take half an hour out, or usually it's an hour for a nap. Who knows half an hour, people? <laughs> I know, we need at least an hour. And then if I have an hour nap, then I'm revitalized and I'm ready to go again. Because mm-hmm. um, I've just taken that time out instead of then spending three hours wasted because I'm not paying attention. Then, But if I just take an hour for a nap, then... I can get back in. Yeah. So those are what works for us. And so I guess we want you guys to go away and go, right, with a thing that's causing you stress, maybe it is exams or maybe something else. Like, is your window totally full? And if it is, how can you pad that out? Um, And Ashley came up with some great examples. Exercise, friends, doing things that bring you joy, resting, like whatever it is. And so, you know, we've just shared what we find helpful. But you guys think about what do you find helpful? What would help give you margin, space to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we just shared two things that I think are helpful and important. So first being like, be aware, like where are you standing? Like how stressed are you? How much of that is your stress and how much of it is other people's and situations? And then being like, as a result of being aware about it, how much of it is in your control? How much of it is not? And how can you, I guess, transfer the energy you're giving to the stuff that's out of your control to the stuff that is? And I guess that leads us back full circle to the putting things in your life that bring you joy. So do you know what? Taking an afternoon off or seeing a friend for a coffee or going for a walk is not going to mean that you pass or fail your exam. Um, In fact, it's probably going to mean that you potentially turn up the exam with a better head. Mm. Um, And the last thing I wanted to share um, just to be finished up is I remember when I was at uni, studying for exams and I had such a fear of failure which you've probably worked out from my story so far um, I thought I've got to uni which is a miracle I can't fail uni um, and so like you know I was that person I turned up at eight o'clock in the morning I was in the library for eight and I was there to like two o'clock in the morning like oh. so unhealthy yeah and it was because you know my stress was motivated by fear mm. um, and I did okay I think it's like I did okay. That's what happened. That's how my results went. 
But then I started working after uni and I started doing a counselling course, which also involved me doing things like, you know, exams and essays. And I got so stressed out because I couldn't give the eight o'clock in the morning to two o'clock in the morning time slot clearly, right? So I was like, Bridget, you are going to like, we're not even going to do okay. We're not going to pass, you know? Do you know what? I did the best at uni when I stopped revising so much and I just turned up for the bit I could do because I think I just switched off all the stress because yeah. I had to accept what I could control and what I couldn't. That's amazing. And it's interesting. I did way better than when I spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours trying to remember facts about stuff that I could never tell you about what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> so there is, I guess, like an example from my own life um, of, I think, me learning that actually time away was not time wasted. It was time invested. Oh, absolutely. Definitely time invested. Yeah. So invest in yourselves guys this week that's our instruction to you <laughs> um you know do some exercise pour yourself a bath or whatever it is and look after yourself because you matter yeah. and god thinks you matter and the stress of exams won't last forever no, thank not. goodness oh yes <laughs> Um, as always Ashley it's really good to chat to you and um, really looking forward to talking about worry um, next week on our next podcast episode but until then guys we hope you have a really good week look after yourself and chill take care guys bye bye